Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and we are back for episode 69 of the Shoot That Shit. Shoot the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and we are back with episode 69. Yes, it is true. We are back with episode 69 of the STS Shooting the Shit podcast. I'm your host, creator, founder, all that good stuff. It feels good to be back, y'all. We went on a brief hiatus, and you know, turning 30 doesn't happen every year, so we just took our time to enjoy it. Going through a lot of things in life still. Again, we're still trying to figure shit out. And I wanted to give a big thank you for everybody who uh, wished me a happy birthday. want to give a big shout out to everybody who listened to episode 68. That was the big 30. Give a big shout out to our sponsor, Lexus Stone. Again, she is a real estate professional, local in the field. Any questions you have about buying, selling, the, any questions about the market, make sure you contact Lexus Stone. She'll be more than happy to help you guys out. And I would be more than happy if you guys follow us on the STS Podcast 661 on Instagram and Twitter. Those are our social media plugs. And also, subscribe to us. Make sure you listen to every STS episode um, that we've done so far, man. We have 68 of them in the can now. And you can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you can find your favorite podcast. Make sure you go look for the STS Podcast, Shooting the Shit. We may become your next favorite podcast. And that doesn't happen, y'all, without the returning listeners. And, they're, man, the returning listeners are becoming more frequent, it looks like, according to the numbers, as we go by. And it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing to have the support. It's a beautiful thing to have the supporters. Without them, this show, this podcast, whatever you like to call it, does not happen. And new listeners, welcome to the show, y'all. I, I Welcome. This is what we do. We are the STS Podcast. And uh, this is going to be episode 69. This is what we call Lessons. And we're going to probably talk about some lessons that we're still learning in life. Again, man, um, I guess this is a podcast. But for me, it's kind of like therapy. It's kind of just going through the, you know, going through the week. What's been, it's a quick recap of what I've been going through. And uh, again, I'm, I'm glad you guys enjoy it. If you guys need an STS shirt, hoodie, it's kind of cold out there. Hit me up for some merchandise. I'll be more than happy to get you guys an STS hoodie, DJ EC3, whatever you, um, whatever you desire. If you want to rock the merchandise, please do. That's how we get the word out. Um, that's how we grow this thing. Right? We, you know, we dropped this seed about 68 episodes ago. And it's growing. It's and it's growing at a good rate. I'm not really I'm patient, but I'm not really in a rush to um to to force shit. That's why we're still doing um these solo podcasts. We got some guests coming up and we can announce it now. I got three amazing teachers. They were actually my teachers back in the day coming on for episode seventy. You know we have to do it real, real nice for episode seventy. It's a monumental episode. So we're gonna get more into that. But this right here is gonna be episode sixty nine, y'all. And before we get into our topics today, let the DLC tell you what you need to do. Now do me a favor. Favor. Let me in here. All right, y'all, this is the Lay Me Your Ears segment. We're here to shoot this shit. We're not here to talk about any specific topic or objective in mind. I'm not here to change your mind about your beliefs. I'm not here to change your thoughts. I'm just here to give my truth, and that's all I can really give. And at the end of this podcast, make sure you listen to my commentary for my guy Eddie Sanchez's bout this weekend in Indio, California. Um, 
unfortunately he did you no know, he took the loss but i did want to do i did do the commentary for his bout try to be really non-biased as possible try to call it right down the middle and i love boxing i think i'm i think i could really break down the game a little bit break down what's going on um again i'm not i'm, I'm not an expert i'm not an expert at anything i'll talk about on here so this is all for shits and giggles again that's going to be at the end of the episode so check that out man it was real um you know I really love seeing Eddie fight. That's my guy. That's my friend. I'm going to support him in no, no matter what. Win, lose, draw. Eddie's always going to be on the podcast. Make sure you guys check out the Off the Fly podcast with Eddie this week. We did a surprise. Uh, we dropped a surprise uh, podcast with him. He was more than uh, gracious to, you know, give us the opportunity to give another interview. And this, especially the day before weigh-ins, you could tell my guy was real drained. He's He's been working hard. And uh, he's gonna bounce back, man. It's gonna, it's, it's unfortunate, you know. But it's boxing. This isn't ballet. This isn't. There's no participation trophies in this game. Uh, there is winners. There's losers, unfortunately. And um, again, at the end of this podcast, we're gonna be um, definitely uh, going over the Eddie, the Eddie Sanchez fight, man. Check it out. I thought I did okay, you know. I'm not, I'm not my biggest. Uh, I am my biggest critic, but I'm not going to say I'm the best at what I do. I have no idea how to commentate a fight. I'm just really saying what I was looking at, what the bout was, and it was a good bout. Um, Eddie had a decent, young, up-and-coming fighter out of Hawaii. So you guys definitely should check that out. I'm really, again, I'm proud of Eddie. Anybody who go in the ring and do that, especially at that level with so many eyes watching them, He's a fucking star in my eyes, y'all. So shout out to Eddie Sanchez. Love you, bro. I know you're going to bounce back. I'm looking forward to your next bout. We're always rooting for you, dog. Um, you know, I think that's what I should kind of get to that first topic. The first topic was about supporting your homies, yo. Supporting your friends and everything they do. That's so important to me. Um, I know with the DJing and with the, with the podcast, none of this is really possible if you don't have that support from your friends, from your family, from your inner circle, from your from your foundation. And just this weekend, you know, Eddie was able to um put up put the off the off the fly podcast on his trunks and that really meant a lot to me and it really meant up to my guy rob that's my co-host and i am not shy about admitting this the off the fly podcast is my first love the off the fly podcast is really important to me it's really um it's my start in the podcast game and i know what's important to rob and i'm sure if he was here with me right now he would stay he would say the same thing him creating logos and creating his um, art is really valuable to him. I know sometimes he doesn't release his work to the world, and that's okay. Everybody, everybody's not you know ready to release their love, to release their babies to the world, and just seeing his logo on Eddie's trunks this week, it really made me happy, man. I know. Um, again, fuck what I'm doing. I'm just happy that we were able to help Eddie out, and Eddie was able to showcase Rob's art to the world, you know, um, to the boxing world, and I was so happy for Rob, man, I'm, I, I was telling him, like, this is, this is a big deal, this is, this is something that you should, you know, he's definitely proud of, and I was really happy to be a part of that, I was really happy I was able to assist in that, you know, and again, it's not about the podcast, it's about my guy getting his art out to the world, and that means so much to me, man, just to see where he's come from and how much he loves designing, how much he loves creating logos. He's done some work for me. He's done DJ EC3 logos for me. And uh, you should, you definitely, I think everybody, we should practice that a little bit more. We should definitely practice 
to root for our friends and put them in positions to win. And, you know, and, and it's not all because of me at all. But, you know, we definitely been working at it for this podcast. And we're trying to build this podcast just like we're building the STS podcast. It means so much to us. And it's not about the money. It's about the passion you have for it. Sometimes it's not about the money, y'all. Um, we don't do this podcast to get rich. We do this podcast for therapy. We do this podcast, you know, we're talking, you know, especially with the off the fly. It's two friends catching up during the week. And um so happy for him, man. I really, I was really happy to, to see that logo on his trunks. And, you know, we were able to help, you know, you know sponsor Eddie with um, his traveling and whatnot, you know, along with so many other companies. It's so, um, it means a lot. Just like with Alexis Stone, who, who um, sponsored on my last podcast, whatever I could do to help my friends get their business out, get their passion out, I'll be more than happy to do it. And that's for any local business out there. Anybody who wants to come out and um, really uh, showcase their art, showcase their passion, I'll be more than happy to help anybody out, man. And everything makes sense to me. I'm not here to get money off y'all. You know, those are fee and whatnot. But that's just because we we, we all we all got to scratch each other's back here. But the exposure y'all your company gets, the exposure that logos get, it means a lot, man. And um, just root for your homies, y'all. I don't know why you wouldn't want your friends to win. I think, you know, we the circle that I have, the more wins we get, the better we are in the long run, financially, mentally, our stability as friends. Like, we just want, you want to be surrounded by winners. You want to be surrounded by people who are going to prop you up. You want people who are going to, you know, tell you when you're wrong, tell you when you're right, push your idea to the next level. Creative minds. I think Rob does that. Domo does that. Angel does that. Um, a lot of my people in my circle, they push the ideas further. Like, we, we you know, we got this idea, but how can we do something? else what if we do something else to push it further and that is so important man i think that's so important to be surrounded by that it keeps the creative juices flowing it keeps everything fresh you don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and um yo again just make sure y'all support your friends y'all they you know some people need that some people need that support just that it's that's it's kind of like a reassurance thing i guess you could say it is reassurance to make sure that their work is being recognized and their hard work is being recognized some people you know i think especially in this time of era i know it's the social media age and we want to showcase everything sometimes we, we don't need to do all that just be there behind the scenes sometimes shoot that text like yo i'm proud of you yo i'm happy for you this is a big deal i hope this shows that you your work is being noticed and your work is the shit and um, I think we should practice that. I'm trying to practice, practice that as much as I can. Um, but that, that's what all my friends, you know, it doesn't matter if my homie's cutting my grass, my homie's cutting my hair, my homie's doing my taxes. Just the little things, man, they all add up. And then, you know, at the end of the day, y'all, that's karma. That karma is going to find you again. And the universe is going to, you know, really provide for you. The universe provide, provides for those who seek. But it's all that good karma. It's all that love. It's all that spreading love, y'all. And I think that's something that's vital right now. I think that's something that's missing within not just the Bakersfield community, but just the world and just the world in its entirety. I think so many people are so afraid to show support. I think so many people are so afraid to, you know, give that person props because, oh, you know, I'm kissing his ass. It's nothing like that when it's love. When you got genuine love for your boys, for your family, for your homegirls, you want them to win. And it's, it's simple, man. I know everybody says it, but it's simple as liking their their post, sharing their post, uh, commenting on it, you know, sending it, uh, sharing it with one of your friends. Say, oh, I think you might like this. Think of my homie does. Um, referring people. I know I just got off the phone a couple of days ago with my guy Jake Tovar, one of the best photographers in the game. You know, we just got linked up for this um, for this wedding. And 
I like working with him. He's my guy. He's my friend. So when we could do business together, it's not really a day in the office. It's just a fun day with your friends, trying to create something special for your clients. And it's love. And, I'm, and you know, just and the same thing, just him calling me or me calling anybody who's helped me out. Just say, yo, thank you. I appreciate you. That means so much, man. Again, it comes back to supporting your homies, supporting your friends, your, your family, your circle. Keep that circle tight, y'all. Make sure that... We're doing whatever we can to um, to sh- show appreciation, show support, and just keep showing love, y'all. I think that's something I want to. I'm, I'm and I'm, you know, I'm not saying I'm horrible at it, but I'm not great at it either. It's something that we all need to continue to develop, and something that we continue we need to continue to push. And I'm hoping, you know, we're gonna have some more guests coming on. Um, just waiting for the right time, y'all. I know I've been talking to so many people. Shout out to After DJ Ashby, uh, my guy A Reese. Um, my guy Jay Balcar. We're trying to get so many um, people on here. Guy Evans, you know, author of the book Nitro. So many people were trying to get on the podcast, but it's just about timing. And we talked about timing so many times during this podcast. It just has to be right. Uh, and it, I think it's you know this this year for the podcast. I think it's it's so much potential, and we're not going to get it if we don't execute. Execution's half the battle, and staying consistent's the other half. So as long as you stay consistent and execute, I think we're going to be looking. We're going to be in good shape, y'all. Again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. This is the STS podcast. This is going to be episode sixty nine. Uh, man, I think March first, y'all. March first. I believe. Uh, let me just double check here. I believe. Biggie passed away, and this is Notorious B.I.G. He has a new documentary coming out, and man, he died March 9th. I know that, so it's going to be, let's see, he died in 97, this is 2001, so maybe 24 years later, damn near 24 years later, we're going to get this documentary here on uh, on Netflix. Let me just check the title, so sorry for you, I should have had this prepared for you guys, good God. It's going to be called Every Legend Has an Origin Story. Biggie, I got a story to tell. Really excited for this documentary. I'm looking at the Ready to Die poster right now. Notorious B.I.G., Christopher Wallace, the only Christopher we ever acknowledge, is coming out. Um, the, I think it's going to be Valletta Wallace and Puffy at the collabing with the estate to release this documentary. It's supposed to be never before seen footage, a never before seen side a never before seen side of Biggie that you know that was never shown to the world while he was alive. And man, the trailer and I'm I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not even I'm, I'm not fronting at all. It's so rare that I get chills in my life. You know, especially when it, it it's just hard for me to get chills. But Biggie is my favorite rapper of all time, my favorite MC, my favorite hip-hop artist of all time. And I got the chills, man, when they dropped this trailer. It looks beautiful. I've seen some footage of him in the studio. It's footage with him with his kids, with his family, with his boys. You know, they got his mama, and they got Puffy on there. They got D-Rock on there. They got C's on there. And, man, I'm so excited for this. I'm so ready for this. I, I, I've always wanted that footage of him in the studio. And, you know, we're going to see this side of him. And I hope you guys watch. I, you know, I, it's one of those things. Biggie's never going to get played out. Biggie's never going to be something that, you know, we never pay attention to. When you're a god, when you're a legend, when you're a Don, people are going to always watch. And this is something that we, you know, we've seen the movie. But I've always loved these type of documentaries. So, really excited for this. I think it's going to be a big moment for hip-hop. You know, he is a rock and, fo- he is a rock and roll um inductee now so he is up there he's a legend he's an icon and i think man there was one line in the video 
Biggie, I think I don't know. I think it was C's that said it. I'm just paraphrasing. Like he worked so hard to get everybody out the gutter, out the hood, but he didn't make it out in the end, and everybody else did but him. And man, that shit really um that gave that gave me chills. That gave me like man, I, I never. I always thought of it that way. Like Biggie was always that one, you know, you could tell in his music that he really got love for the people around him. He was always willing to support and he took everybody out of that situation that they were in at one time and he didn't get out of it. He didn't even see he didn't get to see everybody, you know, free. And he didn't get to see everybody prospering. And you know, like I've always said too, it's so sad with you know, that life at the death album, that's one of my favorite albums of all time. He never got to see the impact that that album had on the game. That game raised the bar. It's one of those albums that raised the bar. Just like I was talking, I was talking about this earlier. You know, Wheezy changed the game after Wheezy came out with you know Car Two, Car Three. Rappers started sounding like Wheezy after Life After Death. Motherfuckers knew that they had to step their lyrical game up. There's no more. Even with the party cuts, the song for the woman, you gotta step your game up because Biggie he did it so effortless, effortlessly when he rapped. It was like breathing. And man, it's gonna be real, real. Um, it's going to be a monumental thing. I think it's really good for the game that we continue to never forget about those who paid the way for so many hip-hop artists today. It's so important that we pay homage to the to the legends, to the, especially the ones who sacrificed their life to to put the game in a higher level. Without, I always say, too, without Biggie and Pac's death, is, is hip-hop as big as it is today? And I knew it was going to, we never, we knew it was never going to die out, but they elevated it. They became worldwide icons, martyrs, damn near across the world after their deaths. And, um, man, it's going to be amazing to see this documentary. I'm so excited about it. Um, I hope we, I hope we all tune in, man. I think I, I, Netflix shout out to them. Kudos. Real excited, you know, and, um, you know, shout out to Valetta Wallace still putting in the work to make sure that her son's name is never forgotten. Just not in the game, but in the world, just how special of a man he was. And I'm all for it, man. Um, I guess we can give a quick recap, man. It's been the last, this got back last weekend. Last weekend went to Vegas. And let me tell you guys something, man. I'm never going to stay at the South Point Hotel again. It's too far away from the action. It's too far away from, from the strip, from downtown. But I still had a good time. Shout out to my guy Chris, Mario, Chuko, Jay, Ray Ray, Deidre. We all out there. It was a good time, man. Just to get away from all the bullshit in the field. And just have that time in Vegas, and just just hanging out, just not even worried about what's going on here, not worried about a podcast, not worried about a gig, not worried about school, not worried about work. Just get that little mini vacation, man, just to step away from the game a little bit. That's always good for the soul. It's always good. You want to be around your boys. You want to be around your, you know, that's who I wanted to be around. Just my guys. And it was a good time, man. And, um... You know, I um, again, I'm so grateful for 30. I'm so, so, so ready for whatever lies ahead, uh, whatever the hell that is. Um, I'm real grateful for it. Uh, it's, it's, it's still, again, I, I was, you know, went to the doctor the other day, and you know, I'm looking at this thing. It says Ernesto Contreras, age 30. I was like, good God, they weren't playing like that. That that shit crept up on me. 30? No way. Um, it's it, it's amazing though, man. I'm real grateful to be here again. Um, I know last podcast, we just something different. We had the calling episode. That was so much fun, man. I uh, can't wait to do that again. I think we should continue to do new things for the podcast. We got to keep it fresh, right? And I'm, you know, Big 30 really inspired me. To, we're going to keep things fresh. And, um, again, shout out to my guys in Vegas. Had a great time with the family. 
Uh, we had a great uh, little dinner with the family. All my boys went. You know, I love having my guys around me. My I'm really big with my 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 boys and my brothers, in my opinion. And my family was there. My uncles came out. My mom and dad came out. My mom's and dad came out. So, again, shout out to y'all, man. The birthday love was so overwhelming. Uh, it was so hard to reply to everybody. I think I got everybody, too. It was real, real overwhelming. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, man, I think I'm really, uh, how do I say this? I'm really fortunate, too, man, because you know what? I wanted to want to talk about these gigs, man. I want to talk about what's going on with the DJ thing. Uh, we're getting booked so fast, man. I know COVID's still here, still lingering amongst us, but I want to give a big shout and a big thank you to all my clients, man. Without the clients, without the word of mouth, we don't continue to push the brand. We don't continue to build on the brand and do what we have to do to, um, you know, maintain that spot that we all covet. We all want the top spot. No matter what we say, as much as I say, I don't want to be the best DJ. I don't want to be recognized as this and that. We still want the top spot. We still want to show people that we're capable of putting the best events together. We're still showing, we want to show people what we could do on the turntable, on the controllers, turntables, whatever you want to call them. You know, I'm still so I'm hungry, man. I'm still hungry to get better. I'm still hungry to um, make every set better than the last one. Make every gig, every gig I do is better than the last one. I want my next gig to always be my best gig. Um, and I always say too, I still get nervous, man. I still kind of doubt myself. But without that, I think I wouldn't be as you know, I wouldn't be as um, I don't want to say as good, but as hungry as I am. I think we all need to be, I think with the nerves, man, the nerves are so good. The nerves show you that you still give a fuck about your performance. I think when we're comfortable in anything, we get content in everything. We kind of just get relaxed and we don't put that, we don't put forth the effort that we have in the past. I think some shit that Big said on the Black Album, you got to treat every day, every, every day like it's your first day in the office. Even when you're at the bottom, like you got to treat every day like it's the first day in the office. Um... Shout out to my guy, George Moreno. Give a big shout out to George. He told me when I had my first day at Highland, you know, I was all suited and booted. He's like, you come like that every day because every day is your first day. That's the way you can, you got to keep that hunger. You got to keep that that professionalism. And that's something I really took at heart, man. Shout out to George. We're trying to make every day our first day. It doesn't matter if it's gigging, working, podcasting. I want to make everything like it's my first day. You got to stay hungry. And you know what? I hope, I'm glad everybody's seeing that. You know, we're getting these, these gigs booked. Um, we're filling up March, April, May fast. Weddings, you know, 18th birthdays, quinces, just backyard boogies. Whatever y'all want to want me to rock, I will be out there and I'll make sure I'll do whatever I can to um, make your event memorable, make it affordable. Which all I'm always willing to work something out with you know with my clients, especially the clients who are like family. Um, I had one of my childhood friends she's getting married and gave a little birthday gift with the price and. That that doesn't take much from me. That that doesn't matter. Sometimes money's not everything, and I'm able to do that, and it it really makes me feel good when I'm able to do stuff like that. So shout out to everybody who is booking with us, man. DJ EC3, we're not going anywhere. 2021, we really this is this is our time to bounce back. 2020, we all went through it, and that was kind of like our year off. But that was that was also our year to really um, strategize to see what we can do better to see. You know, the, the the view of the world a little bit to see what, you know, especially in this DJ world. Shout out to all the DJs out here in the field. I love, love everybody. I'm, everybody's unique. Everybody brings something different to the table. You just got to see that, y'all. And once you, you're able to understand that, 
I think you're really going to be grateful for the position you have. So that's how I'm feeling right now. I feel like I'm real grateful for the position I have. I'm really grateful for every blessing that comes my way, every recommendation, every booking. You know, we're going to stay on this grind and it's, it's never going to end. And I think we're about to go on, you know, we're about to go on a little mini tour every Saturday for the next seven, eight weeks. It's a new gig. And I'm all for it. I'm ready. I'm always, you know, you you don't get anywhere if you're not putting the effort. You're not getting anywhere if you're not practicing. You're not getting anywhere if you honestly don't give a fuck. And that's not where I'm ever gonna be at. I wanna keep working hard. I wanna keep um I wanna keep surprising myself. I wanna keep just doing this. This, this passion of mine that really gets the juices flowing, the creative juices flowing, and it's crazy. I was telling people the other day, when you're mixing and you don't have that, you don't have a fucking phone on you, you're not looking at what time it is, you get lost in this music, man, especially when you're, you, you're, continue, you're making a beat matching mix, it's low-key like a high. You just get so lost in it, it's like an adrenaline rush that you just love, and I, I'm all for it, man. I, I, I'm realizing that, that that means, you know, you're still, we're still working so hard to get better, and uh, we're still a long way from where I want to be at, but again, just want to give a shout to everybody who's deep, who's booking these gigs with me, man, it's, it's, it's been an honor, and I'm, I'm ready for whatever comes next, um, every L I'm going to take, every W I'm going to take, every bump in the road, I'm going to keep pushing, and that's all it is, y'all, again, consistency, luck, execution and just that perseverance you gotta keep pushing never look back y'all never fucking look back i know what's good to say oh that's what i did but we did that already it's done let's keep pushing to the next level there's levels to everything you do it doesn't matter if you're fucking working at a regular gig it doesn't matter if you have your own business if you're in a corporation if you're fucking at mcdonald's if you're fucking working at you know an insurance company there's levels to this shit there's levels that need to be conquered. There's levels that need to be met. And we could do it, y'all. Anybody could do it. I promise you. We just have a little luck, consistency, execution, and perseverance. That's all it's about, man. These are the lessons that I'm trying to tell y'all. And, uh, you know, again, I have... I want you to check out Eddie's commentary. It's about 30 minutes long. But we're going to get to that right now. Um, you know, I wanted to talk about, too, before we kind of... You know, get into more stuff. It's kind of like like serious things I want to talk about here. Um, I think all my life, y'all, there's been situations. I'm not gonna go too deep into. It, I'm not gonna get into specifics, but there's been situations all my life that have been negative situations. Doesn't matter if it's with family, with um, mostly with family. Let's keep it there. There are situations, y'all, and I hope you guys recognize this. If you're stuck in some type of negative situation, I hope you guys recognize that you guys could get the fuck out of it. And sometimes it takes the uncomfortable conversation. Sometimes it takes hurting someone's feelings that you love. But you have to step up and just do what's best for you. And I'm slowly realizing that. I'm Like I said, I'm 30 years old. I'm still trying to figure stuff out. And, you know, some people may think it's selfish. Some people may say that, you know, that's not right. But at the end of the day, if you feel like you're in a negative situation... You have every right to get out of that situation. You have every right to throw the bar, to throw that ball back in the court and say, "This is what my problem is. This is why I need to get out of it." And I love you still, but this, I'm out. I'm taking myself out of this situation because, you know, we have so, only so much energy to give out throughout the day. We only have so much energy um, to give to other people. 
And when it's negative energy, that shit takes a toll on you. When it's negative energy, that shit drains that love you have. That especially you have a good heart, y'all. That negativity could drain that good heart sometimes. And I'm still learning that I need to take myself out of certain situations. It doesn't mean I don't love my people no more. It's just like, yo, I've been dealing with this since I was so for so long. Like, it doesn't have to be like this, though. Why can't I just do what I have to do now from a distance and still love you, though? Doesn't mean I'm never going to say, you know, never going to speak up. But there's a situation that you have to step up, say, this isn't right. This is how I'm feeling. And if they disagree, we can have the discussion. But sometimes you just have to make that move. Sometimes people don't realize they're putting you positions that make you feel like, you know, you're, you're being drained, you're being pulled in several different directions. And this could be for, you know, divorced families. This could be for, you know, childhood that, you know, some some of us have childhood trauma. It doesn't mean we're fucking, you know, out here acting a fool or trying to hurt ourselves, nothing like that. But there are little things that you notice as you get older, like, damn, why do I react the way I react? Oh, maybe because of the way I was brought up. And I, nothing but love for everybody who helped me. You know, it takes a village. Shout out to my parents. But there's just some things that we need to get out of. Some things, especially as an older brother, um, you know, being the oldest in your family, you get a little bit more of a burden. You get a little bit more of that weight on your shoulder. But as you get older, you want to, you know, you're trying to experience this, you know, new things in life. You're trying to make things work with, you know, people in your life. And you just realize that you don't have the time and energy to put towards that negative shit. And again, y'all, sometimes it just takes the uncomfortable conversation. Uh, a lot of people don't understand what that uncomfortable conversation is. I know today I was, you know, I was having dinner and I still get a little defensive over some things just because and I'm defending, I'm justifying it. And I'm still I'm trying to get better at that. And uh you know, I think once we, at least as long as we're aware of some things, we could change it. Being aware is the first step in making the change. As long as we're aware, some people are just um really not aware, oblivious, like my friend Angel says. We're just oblivious to what's going on and, at, you know, what's going on with our hand. And we don't really know how to react to it because we don't know what's, we don't understand it's happening. We're just, you know, man, I know, especially with me, I get stuck in my own little world sometimes and it's hard to... Uh, really see things in a negative light because I'm trying to always keep that half that cup half full. I'm not looking at my cup half empty. I'm looking at this motherfucker half full. Um, I know when I get in a negative mentality, if I look down, if I if I feel down, that brings my morale down. That brings my work that brings my work ethic down. Uh, that brings and without if I don't have a good work ethic, if I'm not happy about what I'm doing, I slack off. And it affects my body of work. And it affects my presentation or what I love to do, my passions. Um, so, and especially in my life, man, just my personal life, it could affect that too. And you don't want your, you know, the bullshit that you've been going through all your life to affect your personal life, especially when you're trying to, you know, go on new journeys and you're finally realizing, like, yo, this is pretty cool. This is how it is without conflict. This is what it is without negativity. And um, so. Again, if I could, you know, I'm, I don't know if I'm right. This is just therapy for me. Again, this is just shooting the shit right here. Just to lend me your ear for a moment. I'm not here to try to change your ways, try to change your beliefs. I'm just speaking my truth. That's all I could do. And um, so, yeah, man, get out. If you guys are in a negative situation, I don't give a fuck what it is. Anything can be negative, right? Um, get out of it. Just speak up. You have to speak up. The closed mouth does not get fed, y'all. I promise you. Um, we have to speak up. We have to tell people how we feel. And um, 
you know, I think as a man, I'm getting better at that. No, some some people are afraid of conflict. Some people are afraid to confront somebody. Um, but there's nothing wrong with just having a calm conversation, giving your side of it. Talk, you know, being an adult. And um, I think it's working pretty good for me, honestly. I'm glad I made that decision to do that. Sometimes, yes, you do have to hurt somebody's feelings a little bit. But if they, you know, sometimes the truth does hurt. And, um... It's all love after that, man. It doesn't gotta be a doesn't gotta be a beef. It doesn't gotta be a you know a fuck you. Don't talk to me no more. It don't gotta be nothing like that. We're so used to that. And I don't know if that's just a Latino thing, a Mexican thing. We're so used to if we don't agree with the family way, oh you're you're horrible. You don't love us no more. Doesn't have to be like that. It's just yo, I feel this way. I'm getting myself out of the situation. Don't put me in it again, and I'm not gonna be in it again. I know what I gotta do to stay out of it. So I hope you guys really take that in mind. Um, again, this is Lessons. This is episode 69, y'all. My name is Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius, and I'm not going to leave y'all yet. We got a special commentary from this weekend's fight with my guy Eddie. I think his name was Dallas Kalupu. I don't know, but he hails from Hawaii. He's a golden boy boxer. Y'all check it out, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Make sure y'all check in for the special, special episode episode 70 we got some we got three special guests on it should it's going to be a good good time for you know especially our students that are um really struggling with this virtual learning and um i think you guys are going to really enjoy it. i know i'm going to enjoy it. i really respect our guests that come up that are coming on um they really helped me coming up as a kid you know it always it's all you always remember those teachers and man i try my best to maintain relationships with every role model that i've had in all my life so check it out next week. But this week, y'all, focus on episode 69, Lessons. Check this out. We got Eddie Sanchez's commentary for his bout this weekend. My name is Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius, and we out. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C., the Gap Tooth Genius. We are here today to do something really special that I've been trying to do for a long time. I know you guys are familiar with alumni of the STS podcast, Pro Boxer Eddie Sanchez. And it's going to be um, his sixth pro bout today. And um, it's going to be real interesting. He is going against Dallas Kalabu. Kalalabu. I don't know exactly how to say his name, but we're going to, you know, announce that in, in a bit. Really want to thank everybody for tuning in today. I really enjoy boxing. Boxing is a sport that I definitely um, have a passion for. It's a sport that I really, you know, enjoy talking about. And um, let me see how I do today. I wanted, I always wanted to do uh, some commentary for Eddie's bout. I know uh, he's fought a couple times here in Bakersfield, and we, um, you know, bouts got canceled. You know, I had gigs, so in order for me to feel kind of fulfilled with this whole boxing thing, I knew I had to call an Eddie Sanchez bout one day. And um, he's scheduled to go on at two thirty. So we're gonna talk a little bit here, see what you know, see what's going on. You know, just with Eddie. Um, one of my dear friends, known him for a long time. Shout out to my gumps, Adrian. It's going to be real interesting to see what happens. It looks like they're showing um, this pre-fight here. And this kid, you know, this kid right here, Dallas Kaleabu. Kaleabu, he start, he's fighting out of Hawaii. This is his pro debut. So let's um, let's see how it goes. And I'm um, really, really excited to see what this bout has in store. And uh, once we go live on my Instagram, I'm probably going to recap that a little bit. So let's just see um, what's going on. I don't know exactly when they're going to go on here. I'm looking on via Facebook Live. And we're going to see, you know, exactly uh, what he could do and uh, what he's capable of. I know he's going to, you know, Eddie's 28 years old. 
his opponent is 21 years old so youth is definitely on his side but you know you have to you have to have some experience in these type of fights and let's see what, what happens here again i appreciate everybody tuning in here to the sts podcast my name is ernie c the gap tooth genius and you're gonna probably hear that a few times i think we're gonna it's gonna go really really well today i'm kind of nervous um don't really don't, don't usually do this a lot but I am, you know, this is a special day for um, a lot of us who are fans of Eddie. We always say f- f- uh, Eddie is one of our favorite boxers. So um, to have the opportunity to finally commentate on one of his pro bouts really, really means a lot. I think it's going to go really well for him. Um, we'll talk about that as soon as the fight goes on. Let's see if they give us an undercard fight. Um, shit, to be honest with you, this may not even happen. Let's see what happens, though. We're just going to cross our fingers and hope everything goes well. And um, I think Eddie could pull it out. Say big fight for Ed. Um, it, you know, if you guys tune into the Off the Fly podcast, he was on recently. Give us the exclusive interview, and we always are so appreciative of the exclusive interviews. Um, we really uh, appreciate all the support that he gives us. And you know, you're gonna actually see that Off the Fly uh, podcast logo on his shorts today during his bout. Uh, big accomplishment from uh, not only the podcast but my guy Rob. He is. Um, he is definitely talented in what he does. He's um, he's 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 wonderful. He makes a lot of our uh, logos, a lot of my stuff for the DJ uh, gigs. So make sure you guys contact my guy Rob Double R of the. He's the co-host of the Off the Fly podcast. We had Eddie on today, just talking a little bit about what what he has going on this week. It's fight week. You know, you could tell he was a little drained. He was just trying to get to weigh in. I believe he did make weight flawlessly. Eddie's a professional, one hundred percent of the time. He's always going to make weight. So, um, again, let's just see what happens. I'm really excited about how this bout's going to go. It's four rounds. Not the biggest fan of those type of bouts, but I think he's going to do really, he's going to, he's going to apply the pressure. Um, I know this kid that's coming in making his pro debut is actually a golden boy fighter. So we have eyes. This is going to be the fight that he does have eyes. It's a big bout today. Uh, let's see what happens. I, again, I hope I don't have to continue to fucking just drag this on and kind of wing it, but, um, is it 2.30 yet? I can't even check the time because of what we got going on. It's 2.30 now. So let's see if they switch it over to Eddie's belt. I hope they do. I think it's going to be a, you know, I think it's going to be a big, big day for Eddie. Let's see what happens. Um, And I know you guys on the podcast are like, ah, what the fuck is this guy do? This is excellent stuff, man. This is going to be... um. This is going to be really wonderful for the podcast. It's something different. We're always trying to do something different for the podcast. And I wish I would have had Eddie on, but you know what? I really wanted to have the off the fly. You know, we sponsored him. We were on the logo and on his shorts. The logo's on his boxing shorts. It's a big deal for us, man. We have a pro boxer rocking your podcast. Um, it's really special. You know, we're, we're fully aware that this doesn't happen all the time. It's a real special position to be in. Um, again, off the fly, I love my STS podcast, but that was my first love. So shout out to Double R for making it happen. You know, without my co-host, it's a lot of these things don't happen. So let's see. Um, you know, hopefully, that, hopefully that logo brings some, um, some, some uh, a most a must needed win. I know Eddie needs to get the win. Every fight, and I think you guys, every boxers, they would agree. Every fucking fight is a must win. It elevates you. That's this. It's just what it is. Um, these wins elevate you. So I hope it elevates Eddie. Again, um, you're gonna probably hear myself repeat myself a little bit here during this uh, product, this broadcast here. But um, it's all, you know, it's 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 necessary. I want 
I want everybody on Instagram Live to kind of get that insight from me, at least from my opinion. Again, I'm no expert on this shit. I'm, I'm nobody special. I just love boxing. I just, and I love to be involved as much as I can. You know, we've done some workouts for Eddie. We sponsored a couple times. We had him on the podcast. You know, I had a few boxers on the podcast. So it really does, boxing's a really big um, element in what's going on with the STS podcast. I love it. Uh, it's one of my favorite sports. I love doing it. I love, you know, helping people out to see what I see. Just a casual guy, just, you know, just loving the sport. It's a, it's a pure sport. It's a gentleman sport. So we shall see what happens. I'm hoping Golden Boy gives us what we need. I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking here. I hope it goes on tonight. Um, let's see what happens today. I think we're going to have something going on here. Let's see. Let's see what we got going on. Um, it's cool how Golden Boy sets this up. Um, it's going to start soon, it looks like. Thank God. Um, Diaz and Rahimov, but you know, Jojo Diaz didn't even come in weight, he came over four pounds overweight, which is horrible. I think it's a, um, so unprofessional, especially these top tier fighters. You know, I'm not saying Jojo Diaz is a B fighter or anything like that, but here we go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a bout going on. We have Eddie Sanchez here fighting out of Corcoran, California. He's fighting out of the Lamore Club. He is Two and three, one and one his last two bouts. A controversial loss in his ESPN debut against Kenny Davis. Um, we, we shall see what's going on. We have, he's fighting Dallas uh, Kaleapu. I think that's the way he spouted his homies. were not happy with me yesterday, but we're definitely going to get in here. He's making his pro debut at 21 years old. He is from Wyanai, Hawaii. Wyanai, Hawaii. And there's Eddie here. Eddie looking ready to go as always. Coach Jason, shout out to Coach Jason. We have Al Dorado in the ring. And again, we have Dallas Calibu. I just know he is. Um, he did finish second place in the 2018 Elite National Championships. I was looking at a couple of bouts. This guy does love his using his combinations. He sets up the jab well. He wants to. He wants you to bring the fight to him, and he has a great overhand right. That's something Eddie does need to watch. Eddie does need to avoid those body shots. Eddie does not like body shots, and we just need to protect the body for sure. You know, this is gonna be a four round fight. I think that does work against Eddie Straits, but we shall see. We'll see if he gets off to a fast start. And here we go, round one with Eddie Alderado Sanchez. 28 years old, he is going to get the 21-year-old pro debut. Um, you know, he does have youth on his side, but experience is always going to be a winner in the boxing ring. So let's see how it goes here. Eddie starts with a good jab. Being patient. Good double jab there. Again, Dallas is a, you know, he is a, he made the Olympic team here. He didn't qualify, but he did qualify for the preliminaries there. He did finish in second place in 2018, so this kid is a stud. We cannot sleep on him. He is a stud. Eddie Sanchez has been working hard. He told me before the fight, this is going to be his biggest bout of his career. So, really excited to see what's going on here. Being patient, working that jab. Good right by Dallas, though. We got to give him the credit. Good right. I'm trying to be as non, I'm trying to be as non-biased as I can. Let's see here. Good left by Dallas, too. Again, Eddie, we got must protect the body. He's going to protect the body today. Dallas loves doing the combinations. He wants you to bring the fight to him. You could tell him this guy's going to use his length for sure. Good body punch by Dallas. Going to utilize the jab. That's, you know, he has the longer arms. He has the longer reach. That's what you do. Again, now we have four rounds here. I think that works against Eddie. Eddie does like to build up to his um, momentum. He builds up to his, um, his round. He gets better as the rounds go. So when you really just... 
this box around with four rounds, it's really hard to get started. So let's see if you keep the foot on the pedal today. Good jab by Dallas again. Again, patient fighter. He's he is a counter puncher. See him there. Once Eddie comes in, he's throwing something. He thinks he's thinking Eddie's gonna keep throwing. Let's see now. Trying to use that. Says, oh, good left, good right. He's establishing that space now. That's Dallas. Dallas now pro debut for Golden Boy Boxing. Another good left there. As you guys can see in the logo there, we have off the fly. Good right by Dallas again. He is he is connecting. He is connecting. He's being he's he's being real consistent with it. Okay, let's see what we got now. Establishing, trying to get that, you know, he's trying to establish that space there. If, that's that zone right there. If Eddie, know, if he comes in that zone, he, he's telling Eddie, I know where you're at now. I'm, I'm, I'm really, he's laying it in. Good left. Again, he's a counter puncher. He got a good left there. He's a skilled boxer. He is definitely a skilled boxer. He's telling Eddie, I want to figure this out. Once I get this length on you, this is going to be the danger zone. He's utilizing, he's using that jab. He's saying up the jab. Everything he's doing here is saying up with the jab. There's a, that was a three punch combo, three punch combo for Dallas. Again, this kid is not he's not a he's not a walkthrough. He he has he, he knows what he's doing in there. He is an Olympic fighter. There's no doubt about it. Good jab, good jab. Dallas using that, that jab. Eddie's trying to keep him busy. He has to keep the foot on the pedal. Again, these four rounds are definitely working against Eddie, in my opinion. And Dallas is coming. He does come with the one two. He's he's staying active. He's finding that length. He wants to find that. He, he's using that reach. Good right by Eddie. That was a, probably the first good punch of the bout for Eddie. Good right again. Eddie, there you go. Good, good elbow in the face. I like it. Grimy. Good job, Eddie. Now, if, again, we're here to try to be non-biased. I will give Dallas that first round. Um, again, you guys see him utilize the jab. He's usually he's throwing one punch after another. He's not just throwing one punch. He's staying active. So again, he's a you could tell he's a polished kid. He's 21 years old, pro debut. He knows he has something to prove. And this is the one again, this is um Eddie's biggest fight. He told us on the Off the Fly podcast, big fight for Eddie. Um again, I'm sure every boxer feels that every fight, every next fight is that big fight. So um again, this kid is definitely using his his range. He's trying to get Eddie, you know, within that, you know, the end of that jab just to keep him at bay. I think Eddie needs to get into a little bit more and just um you know he's gonna have to he's have to go into a bad intentions. This is round one with a four round bot a four round bout. So hard to get in rhythm, so hard to build up when you have four rounds only to work with. It's so difficult. No excuses at all. Here we go again. We're gonna go to the second round here against Dallas from Hawaii. Twenty one years old. Again, using his combinations every time he's sending all up with the jab. He has a good jab. Again, you see him just flicking that jab out to Eddie, trying to find that range, keep him at bay. He knows Eddie's an aggressive fighter, so let's see what happens here. There you go, Eddie, with a good left. He's figuring out he needs to get inside that jab. Good left. He's going to eat one, but he took one. Good left by Eddie. So he's coming with that one, two. Dallas is not. Oh, another left by Eddie. Great overhand left by Eddie. He's make, now he's making him work. He felt him. He knows what he's coming with. Good job by Eddie. Now he's trying to now they see Dallas trying to go for the body. He's thinking Eddie can't handle a body punch. So if Eddie can protect that body and just hit him with the left, he's gonna be fine. There you go, Eddie. Now he's just getting that rhythm. Now he's getting that rhythm. He knows he has to win this round. Eddie now taking a little bit of a risk. He has that double punch by Dallas here. Dallas was utilizing the punch, you know, and there's that first body punch of the night. There it is, the one we were talking about. Eddie must protect the body. 
He does not want to get hit with the body punch. That's what happened in the last fight. There was a knockdown due to a body punch to Davis. That's what probably took Davis over the, um, you know, got him to win that last controversial decision loss with Eddie. So let's see what happens here. He's hitting with a one-two again. Again, this kid Dallas is polished. He's well trained. He knows he has to throw more than one punch at every time he throws. Okay, that caught Eddie there. Okay. Eddie just took a little bit of a big swing there. Took a little bit of a risk, unnecessary risk. Good right down the middle, right into the nose. Here comes Eddie trying to work the body. Trying to stay busy. Something you have to do in these rounds. You can't let the, you know, the judge is going to be looking for activity. The judge is going to be looking for someone who's staying active. And that's a good right again by Dallas. See here. Good right, got to Eddie against the corner, and you got to get out of there. He, Eddie does have great ring awareness. He knows where he's at all times. You see how he just went from one corner to another? He has to get out of there, too. He's going to get out of there. Dallas is trying to stalk him down. I don't know if Dallas has the power. Good left by Eddie. Now the tables have turned. The tables definitely have turned. Let's see if he gets a good left in there. Again, if you guys know it's the off-the-fly logo, good left by Dallas again. Good left by Dallas. Here we go. Doing wild punches. It's one you definitely he need, he might get caught. That's what Eddie should be looking for right there. Taking advantage of the mistakes. Again, this kid might be a little oversized. His pro debut got a lot of eyes watching. A lot of eyes are watching this fight. The biggest fight of Sanchez's career. Good right. It was blocked by Dallas though, but he's getting in there. See Eddie's trying to figure him out here. The kid and the kid again. The kid knows what he's doing. He's throwing the good. He's throwing some good punches in there. End of second round. Oh man, it's so hard not to be biased during these fights, so especially with commentary, especially with your boy in there. Uh, you got to probably give that round to Dallas. He was active again. He's just active. He's throwing active hands. He has that longer reach. He's able to throw the jab with the left or the right. He caught A with that body punch there, and he caught him a few times. But again, these four round fights, man. Let's see what happens. It's um. It's real, um, it's real difficult to tell, you know, to really break down these fights when it's only four rounds. Like, fuck, give me an eight-round fight. That's just me, though. Um, I know, against this kind of works against Eddie's strengths. Eddie's a patient fighter. He likes to break down opponents. But when you only have four rounds to, um, you know, your back's against the wall, especially right now when he's down two rounds, he has to put that foot on the pedal now. These next two rounds are going to be really, really big, especially not just for this fight, but for Eddie's career for sure. Eddie's always had the bounce, though. Eddie's always going to have the bounce. Let's see what happens. See if he gets that foot in the pedal. Starts fast. We don't like dead air in the air. Sorry, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure, figure out what's going on. He's trying to go to the body. Good good fake there by Ed. Blocking that jab to the body. I think that's what he's going to try to go for. He studied film. He knows what he's doing. This kid is not, you know, he's he's a smart fighter. Again, you guys see the jab. He's throwing the right here. He has a good overhand right, something we have to watch out for. Good jab in the fifth. Hey, that's a good jab. Bar him back a little bit. Good right. Oh, fuck. Knockdown by Dallas. A right. Knockdown Sanchez. Oh, shit. What's going on? Hold on. That was a great right. And it's over, ladies and gentlemen. Damn. Um, Dallas hit Eddie with a good right in the jaw. Um, Eddie was trying to attack him. And, you know, sometimes when you make 
you take a risk and he's out that is a knockout victory in his pro debut 21 year old Dallas Kanalopu Kanalapu don't know how to say his name that was the knockdown wow I'm in shock he was setting up the entire belt he got caught that's boxing the kid is not a bad fighter Amazing. I'm in shock right now. I'm kind of pissed off that I did this bout on live. And this is my guy. Again, when I do this, I try to be as biased. And I'm trying to take shit personal. But I'm really angry. Especially you know how hard Eddie works to get these bouts. How hard he works to... Um, this is how he you know feeds his family. And to see it end like that is uh, quite disappointing. I know that's not the way he wanted to go out. Damn. Well, that was a second round knockout, ladies and gentlemen, from Dallas. Clay Kalaopu. I don't know. He's fucking finding out of why I Why and I Hawaii. 21 years making his pro debut for Golden Boy. Quite a debut. Um, good jab. You know, he, he's throwing more than one punch at a time. Knows, his, knows where the ring's at. Um, you know, studies his opponent. He didn't look tired. He looks like he's a, you know, well-conditioned fighter. He had that, you know, he, he had that look in his eye today. He knew what he wanted to do. It's just so disappointing because you know how much love we have for Eddie and it, it makes me sad, man, because I know how much he loves the game, dude, and just to see that kind of fucks me up a little bit. But congratulations, we know this is boxing, this is what happens, and um, congratulations to Dallas uh, Kaleopu, he's fighting on Hawaii, special guy, you know, he looks great, um, Eddie's gonna bounce back for sure, that brings his record to 2-4, and four, unfortunately, oh man, well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that, I fucking didn't, but we out, EC3, STS Podcast, watch out for us.